0: Bear-naked. Bear-naked, Bear-naked. Bear-naked. ABC's. Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every song from seven to Y, even the songs that I don't like, which is pretty rare. But if you don't like my opinions, there are some other people here that you may agree with. Tonight, I have two people with me that I do like a lot. I don't have Aaron this week, but I do have Stefan and Jeff. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. Hey, everyone. Hello. (laughs) And this week, we will be talking about the Paige Robertson song, I Don't Like. And if you've never heard this song before, here's a quick snippet.
1: I can eat pork till the cows come home. And cheese like it's going out of style. (laughs) But it's not. I like just about every type
2: of vegetable. I like raisins and nuts and seeds and olives and pickles and fruit and beef and bread. But I don't like salmon.
0: Aaron, what album was this on?
2: All right, let's break it down. I Don't Like was recorded at 166 beats per minute. It is in the key of C major. It's an extremely simple song. Obviously this is from Snack Time. Initially we're just bouncing back and forth from C to G uh, down to actually passing from C to G to F back to C. So we have a 1-5-4 progression. Uh, But then we hear what I will call the chorus, which is F E C G. So you have four, three, two, one, then up to five with the G, then back to the tonic C. So it's kind of simple bouncing down one, five, four, back to one, and then you have a kind of a countdown progression of a four, three, two, one, then up to five to bounce back. for pretty much all of the talking parts, we just vamp in C, with the bass hopping between the tonic and the fifth, C down to G and then back up to C. And that's pretty much the song. For the form, we have verse 1, A, chorus, B, the C section, which is appropriately C, uh, just because they're just in C. <laughs> um, You have verse 2, A, chorus, B, C section, C, verse 3, A, chorus, B, C section, C. And then we have this uh, D, which is more or less just the Allegro section from Mozart's Eine kleine Nachtmusik in C, uh, whereas the original Allegro was in the key of G. But I first learned to play the main motif from Eine kleine Nachtmusik on the piano by ear, and of course I played it in the key of C. I suspect many people playing piano for the first time have done this. Overall, it's not a bad little tune. It's amusing, and I was interested in what the guys had to say. But as a piece of music, even the inclusion of Mozart in an admittedly funny over-the-top ending can't exactly elevate it to something beyond what it is. And, And what it is is fine. I'm anticipating you rating this one pretty high, Tracy. As far as the lyrics are concerned, they're funny. I think my favorite line is, You give me a spinny ride and a plate of salmon, and I'm a happy man. This sounds like a nightmare to me. (laughs) This song is a tough one for me to rate. For the kids' songs, it's pretty decent. I don't like it quite as much as Canadian Snack Time, so I can't quite give it a three. But it's fun, so let's say two point nine spinny rides out of five.
0: That was on. It was on Gordon. (laughs) Points for everyone that says Snack Time. (laughs) Uh, this is such a snack, is not playing this
3: game This is such a snack time song. I don't think there's a more snack time song outside of snack time
0: uh seven or eight <laughs> seven eight nine I mean okay, well yeah, yeah that, that's totally like flat out snack time <laughs> <laughs> but this is close. I will give you that this is a close this is definitely a kid's song. yes uh let's talk a little bit about the music of this song. it just i I like that it just starts. With the singing, like it just yeah, boom. like we're jumping in real quick tonight. It just jumps in,
3: yeah. And it's such such a great country feel. I, I I like the the way this feels like just just a classic country song. And you like it's such a um a happy melody, and a, and a, and it's it's got a great feel right from the start. Makes you
1: happy.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely is like a happy feeling song.
1: Absolutely, I like how you could picture any any daycare or any. Just kindergarten just playing this and uh, the kids just circling around doing uh, doing what kids do and Avis playing in the background, just like every other you know children's song out there
3: <laughs> yeah, and I've said before I, I mean having young kids. They're going to want to listen to kids' music. They're going to want to listen to or watch kids' shows constantly over and over and over. And it's so much nicer when it's something tolerable. Like if it's something an adult can like and be okay listening to it. Not to show all my cards early on this one, but this is, this is, I could see my kids dancing around the room to this, but I would be singing along with them. It's playful. It's got that back and forth chatter. It's, it's, it's the kids' Bop version of If I Had a Million Dollars, kind of, with the dialogue back and forth. It's it's a classic B and
0: L song in kids form. Yeah, and the feel of it does definitely not talking about the lyrics, but just the sound of the song itself does have a very what if I had a million dollars feel.
1: It's very simple.
0: Aaron, are those are those the same chords?
3: Oh he's not here. <laughs> I tried to forward pass to him and it and it didn't work. No.
0: no. <laughs> they they are doing some like it's a really simple song though. They're very much like if I had a million dollars is a simple song with with some stuff in the background. This is a very simple song that each of the members are playing something really interesting. If you split out what each person's playing, each part is really cool. But it's a very simple thing altogether. But when it blends together, it sounds beautiful.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm going too yeah. far. Not beautiful, but it does. It sounds fun. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed.
1: I like how Jeff pointed out that it sounds like a, a good country song. Uh, there's a lot of questionable country songs on the radio today, but this kind of gets right to the, the root of it. And mm-hmm. we haven't gotten into the lyrics of it, but it's a song that parents could feel comfortable with their kids listening to as well. I feel that the message is, is definitely really good for kids though we haven't gotten into lyrics yet. I just, I, I like that song quite a bit. It's very simple, very easy to listen to, a little bit goofy at the end because, hey, the lesson is over, let's have fun kind of thing. So <laughs> I like it.
3: Well, there's some lines in here. I mean, we're not talking lyrics yet, but um, there's some lines in here that are right up there. I know it's hard not to in this one, but it, that it, it make it fun. I mean, there are some classic b and Kind of lines in this, um, mm-hmm. especially in the playful uh, banter, the dialogue stuff. But yeah, I just I really love that. You know, it's a, it's a throwback. I feel like to like the late '70s, early '80s country style of music. Just that uh, you know cool strumming. Can he, you know, it's just, it's just, it's got that kind of fun feel to it, you know, it exposes kids to some, you know, other styles of music that they might not hear because this is not country that you hear on the radio today, you know, so it, it also is, and I, and I think I like this about snack time, is they do play with some different sna- styles. Steve's yodeling on Humongous Tree, and just that kind of big, epic, smooth, operatic feel of snack time, which we haven't gotten to. You know, it does expose kids to some different styles of music, and I think that kind of opens it up too. That means a lot to me, because when I grew up, I ate, slept, and breathed music, and I wanted to hear everything. I grew up, I was born in 1976, started listening to music in the late 70s, early 80s, and loved that music, and I still do to this day, but my mom exposed me to, you know, Johnny Mathis and That King Cole and the Everly Brothers, mm-hmm. and so I grew up um, the Beatles, and I think that's that's a cool thing, is to get kids in the music, you know, regardless of the genre and the time period. Yeah. And this is a, this is a good song for that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, they again, b and l they never dumb down their songs,
3: yeah, right,
1: yeah for children don't they don't pander to their audience, um and that's what's cool about it, but also, the kids can understand they're not using words that are beyond uh what kids can understand,
3: right right,
1: and the message is the message is solid, it's okay to like something that someone else doesn't like. And be yourself and embrace it. I think the message is excellent when it comes to it.
0: Yeah. yeah, like, hey, you like that? I don't like that, but that's okay. We're still cool with each other.
1: Exactly, exactly. Embrace differences.
0: It could teach a
3: few people on Facebook some lessons, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> I believe this about this current situation. Well, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
3: an opinion. I mean, I know maybe it's a stretch, but in a in a fun kind of uh, tactful way, it teaches that little art of debate. Like you know, you it's okay to not agree or not like the same things. You know, you can reach a compromise. That's fine. Yeah, and it's a, it's a good song for that. It's perfect. There's some nice callbacks
0: to earlier in the album as well and you to know, earlier BNL i think you know statements um, about the vegetables you have statements about about raisins which is another one of their songs on this album so i mean you've got some throwbacks to some of these earlier lines as well well,
3: and, and earlier albums, like when I heard the line, I can look out the window about the, I don't like heights so much. I can look out the window of a really tall building. I wrote down, hey, if I would, yeah, <laughs> yeah, And I was
0: like, oh, Ed, you're back there. You're window cleaning again. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can climb a tree. There's a humongous tree. Like, there's humo- yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. They do have these nice little throwbacks in here, which is really cool. And as you had mentioned earlier, there's a lot of similarities once again with, if I had a million dollars not just with the strumming and the simplicity of the song but with the structure of the song we're gonna have the singing and then we're gonna stop and we're gonna have some banter and then we're gonna get back to the singing and then we're gonna get back to some banter again and you know that basic setup that they do really well any especially live they're like yeah, hey, let's just do it for the kids album
1: yeah
3: do you sometimes feel like when you're listening to a and B and L song, at least uh, from this time period, that you're you're hearing conversations that Ed and Steve would have had anyway? I mean, it, it's it's so natural. Like I feel like they're just um, they're they're not recording a rehearsed song; they're just chatting, and it's it, it feels so natural.
0: So that brings me to something I wanted to bring up tonight. We'll come back to the. I have a few more notes on my on music and on lyrics. But that, that is an amazing segue, thank you Jeff, for something I wanted to bring up. I think this was a one-shot recording.
3: i believe it, I would have, yeah.
0: And I have a couple of things that I wanna kind of point out to, to kind of make my case, to back it up for people. The biggest reason that I think that this is a one-shot recording, and I'm trying to find my, my spots here, um, or rather it's, it's one of the many improv takes because maybe they did several takes, but each one was completely and utterly different like they like to do. Part of that has to do with the way that Steven is responding when they're doing the call and answer. He gets really quiet. Like he's almost second guessing his lines in there sometimes where he's just like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I could ride a plane. Um, which I love those little like throwouts that he's throwing in there. And then like, and I've been to the summit of them, I'll put it in here, but I've been to the summit of the mountain. I've been to the G8 summit. Uh, <laughs>
1: And I've been to the summit of mountains. I went to the
0: G8 Summit. By the way, Steve, I don't think you've been to the G8 Summit. Something tells me you are not part of the G8 Summit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But that is a great little line to throw in there. And once again, as you had said, Stefan, not pandering to the kids. Like, no, I'm gonna pull you up here. I'm gonna make you have to think. Yeah. Like the adults have to think. Like I'm gonna throw things out there that make you ask, hey Dad, what's the G8 Summit? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I'm I'm googling it now cuz I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now the G7 summit unless Donald gets his way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Donald Duck. Um,
0: I don't <laughs> Yes,
3: yes, Donald Duck,
0: yeah. Ed's laughing in this. You can tell it's authentic. When mm-hmm. when Stephen says something and it catches him and he's like, "You haven't said that one before" because I I we have to go an extra bar. To reset. So it's like, recatch myself and get on to the next lyric we're supposed to hit. You can tell that's in there at times.
1: Of course, is- I would
2: eat the wild caught salmon if I did eat salmon. Right. Better uh, for the environment. Yes. But, you but, know, but I just don't like the taste. You know, you're doing something even better for the environment. That's not eating at all. That's, that's right.
3: <laughs> I kind of feel like there's some improv going on here. Oh, definitely. Like, like we're hearing some improv and I, even on the line, I think one of my, uh, one of my favorite ones was um, not like, like we said, we're not, we're not dumbing down the song for kids. We're, we're making them reach, but even the sarcasm of it better for the environment and that's not eating at all. Um, you know, it's, just, yeah, I think, yeah. I feel like that was an improv line. I really do. Like, <laughs> and it's such a, it's such a great moment of the song. I, I, I listened to this several times and every time I laugh on that line.
0: Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the, the timing of it is really well. It's, it's, what they do, so great. Um, my last point, though, and this is this is the clincher. This is what made it definitive for me that this was a one- t- This is a an improv. The end of this song is completely improv. They did not do this on any other takes, or rather, if they did, this was the first take. Here's the reason I can say this. I was figuring it out while I was separating the channels out earlier. So one of the things I haven't gotten to yet with the music is... They do something in the channels in this song, which they've done on a couple of other of the songs on this album. You have the banjo and the guitar in the right ear, you have the accordion just in the left ear, and then the bass, the drums, and the singers are all on both channels. Mm-hmm. Right. But they separate out those Ooh. other ones under the two separate channels, which I'm really glad they did, because that I've listened to this song for 13 years. And plus another 14 times alone this week. Wow. To to this song, I, this song I, I know intimately, I really like this song, uh, to kind of throw it out of time. I have never caught on to this until this week when I was splitting up the channels to try to figure it out and break it down. Huh. The end of the song's improv because it starts with Ed. So we're gonna, I'm going to show right here, I'm going to put in following this in a minute, what I'm talking about. But it starts with Ed, and then Kevin's like, I see what you're doing. Kevin joins in. Stephen's like, ah, ha, ha, and then he joins in with the operatic singing. It is Ed that starts this whole improv though. Whoa! But here's why I know it's improv. When you get to the eighth bar, Kevin goes double time speed on the keyboards, but Steven stays so, stays on the normal slow speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not on purpose because Kevin, you can hear it when it's split out. Kevin quickly recovers. He's like, oh, um, I see what you're doing here. And he's still playing. He stops himself literally for one note and then goes back into where Steven is. Like, boom, immediate catch. But you can tell it wasn't on purpose because he's like trying to. Uh, oh, okay, there we go. So Kevin does an amazing recovery, but there's that moment in there.
3: He's double. Yeah, I see it. He's <laughs> double. He's definitely double timing the part, and it does. It's not fitting, so he adjusts to it.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing. But you only is, have that in an improv. That could only happen in an improv moment mm-hmm. because you know the next time around Kevin would be like, oh, well, I'm just going to do it the right way. Well, and
3: it's we've talked about this before, but I mean, one of the things that I think. B&L fans love about b and I'm speaking for everybody but it's just that banter that playfulness that they you know when you see them live I mean they do a lot of improv stuff they'll break out into improv they'll switch it up you know if someone messes up it's part of the act it gets joked about and uh, that's switching up and I think I think that that works for them and I, and I can definitely I think I, I see your point there Tracy and I think
0: you're right I think well, uh, at the end of this song it doesn't make sense <laughs> until you figure this piece out at the end of the song the song ends with laughing yeah, are yeah. Tyler or Steven laughing. Now we know why they're laughing.
3: <laughs> Very reminiscent of um, "Barbara Ann" by the, uh, the by the Beach Boys. Yes. If you listen to any recording of "Barbara Ann," the, one, the famous recording is it sounds like a studio take where there where there's some mistakes and they're messing up and they're laughing and all that. And who doesn't want to hear that? I mean, I, like it's just it's like an intimate look into a band and just how they they play off each other, and that I think makes it more brilliant. The fact that they were able to adjust and get that to that point—that's really cool.
1: I think that's what really brings the audience, whoever's listening, into the studio with them because it's yeah. not just this song. There's there's lots of songs that that they are able to. Uh, they, it's almost like it's a live recording, but some you can tell that they follow a, a regimented system for some of the more professional um, songs yeah. that they've got. But most of them are just uh, stepping into the studio and just listening listening to musicians jam and be themselves and have out and great yeah.
3: And in a way, maybe this album let them kind of feel that because this wasn't, you know, this isn't Maroon, this isn't Stun, you know, where they probably felt like everything had to line up and be perfect and be recorded. This was the kids' album, and I think maybe they felt, hey, we can have fun with it, we can play around,
0: right? Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is it took me 13 years to hear this, and I think that that is a major testament to, especially Kevin's playing that. He fits it in well enough. It's not like he's hidden way in the background. It's there. He's playing well enough and he recovers well enough that it took me 13 years to hear that. I mean, maybe Aaron was like, yeah, I totally picked that up in a immediate second. But, um, All right,
3: Tracy, you've <laughs> sold me. All right. Kevin's amazing. He's awesome. I love him. All right. Is that what you wanted me to say? <laughs> yes. a like whole purpose I- I can, Like for months now. This is the, all you wanted me to say was I love Kevin. and I think he's a yep. fantastic artist.
1: Totally. Jeff, we're going to have to get t-shirts. I heart Kevin.
3: <laughs> for those joining for the first time, that is a joke. I absolutely love Kevin Hearn. I think he's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, it'd be more funny if I was saying it. Like, hey. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I think he's he's an amazing musician, and this song really highlights that. Like, this isn't something where he did it a million times and got it right. He got it right, right on that. That well, mostly. right. Yeah. But even in not getting it right, it still sounded so professional. Like, we'll just keep it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if they did this in one recording, who's playing what? Because we have too many instruments <laughs> for one recording. <laughs> but i think what happened was that we have ed on the guitar maybe steve is also playing guitar but i i want to say that this is probably ed on guitar and then my guess is is that we have kevin playing the banjo and the accordion right I think the accordion in the song which is why we well, the, the, the mess up there's a keyboard in there too isn't there though there's a keyboard in there as well. And I think those are just like after effects that he's like, okay, right. let's add this. Okay, let's add this. But I think obviously in the main recording, he's using the accordion. And I think he then goes back and either he or Ed fills in with the banjo. And But I want to say it's Kevin because the fills in this are just phenomenal. They're not there the whole time. They're offsetting each other and they're just little fills. They're not constants.
1: I, I, I'm amazed that they are able to have such natural banter and such creativity uh, intellectually while playing these instruments. I mean, I have a hard time just driving and thinking creatively, you know? So it's I can't amazing. Drive banter. I banter. I'm with you.
3: <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm driving.
0: I'm off the road. I... <laughs> Whenever I talk to people while I'm driving, I look at them. My wife's like, no, eyes forward, eyes forward. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I am not following the four-second rule here. You expect me to joke right now and make puns? <laughs> There's a mild drizzle.
0: <laughs> That's all I can throw out right now. <laughs> Let me get back home. Then I can do all the banter you want. I will banter as much as you want me to. I will pun. <laughs> I like some of the lines that are in this song as well that you were mentioning earlier, Stefan. I, I love it. Steven's little statements, but I also like the song it starts the the line it starts on. I can eat is, till the cows come home. That is a fantastic opening line. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's mixing his metaphors on purpose. Yeah. I had to <laughs> stop the song and restart it after that line. That was so oh. it's, it's so great. And I, I don't think people realize it until they're older. I think kids would just be like, yeah, it's fun. It's, and they'd sing it. But the irony in that sentence is just wonderful.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
3: I'm really enjoying my pork right now. But finally I can have beef. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, no, it's such, a, it's such a brilliant starting line. I, and for, um, again, for a, not to downplay this, but for a kid's album, really clever wordplay. Yeah. That's, that's b and wordplay right there. It's a great first line.
0: I agree. And then, of course, you have Stephen coming in on the second line. And I, and I can eat cheese like it's going out of style. Mm-hmm. it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: didn't even list line, and I'm a sucker for a list line. I like raisins and nuts and seeds and olives and pickles and fruit and beef and bread. Such, like, a th- really fun line right there. Just the reference to the, uh, uh, the parts and everything. And I, I'm a, I, Like I said, I'm a sucker for a good list line. Yeah. Um, and then, but then, of course, there's a gag at the end, which is mentioning all those. But I don't like salmon, <laughs> <laughs> which I can't relate to. Uh, I love salmon. absolutely. I don't like not liking salmon.
0: <laughs> you know what I love in this song, though, is what Ed's pronunciation of aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, such a Canadian thing to do. <laughs>
3: I think my favorite line in this song is a banter line. And I, I refuse to be told it's not an improv line, but it probably isn't. But best line in this song, though, is you give me a spinny ride and a plate of salmon and I'm a happy man.
0: <laughs> Hands down, best line. <laughs> like, how many things can we... Like, I like two things. Ew, you give me those two things? <laughs> I'm very simple.
3: I'm not sure I'd want to eat salmon on a spinny ride, but you no. know, hey.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think mixing those two would make you very happy. Salmon spray all over the toilet. No. Right. <laughs> Maybe you give me the spinny ride first, and then the salmon. Right, not the other way around.
1: I think that's how you make salmon dip, isn't it? Is uh oh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> there goes salmon yep. dip for me for good. <laughs>
1: No, I'm I'm definitely a fan of uh, list songs, and you know, brings me back to one of my favorites is uh Darby O'Gill's Rattlin' bog.
3: No, on that limb there was a branch, a rare branch, and rattlin', branch and branch and limb and limb of the tree, and the tree and the hole and the hole, and the, hole and the bog and the bog and in the valley.
1: Oh. It's um an Irish song. I I love Darby O'Gill and his band. It's just amazing how they have list songs, and B and L always brings in some kind of creativity on almost audience participation songs like that. And it's just, it's a feel good song. Most definitely.
0: You know, every time that you do that, I've got to search these songs up and put them in there. Right.
1: (laughs) So did you look up Ray Stevens and uh, Roger Miller and all that?
0: (laughs) Every time you do this to me. oh
1: That's good. I want you to be able to have diversification in your, Music portfolio.
0: Oh, don't worry about that. Aaron gives me that every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great.
3: He's saying you're not eclectic enough, Tracy. That's what I'm hearing. I need to broaden your horizons.
0: Well, I am kind of doing a, a a podcast about a band that does 287 songs. I mean, he doesn't. He does have a point. Nah. I am a little focused. That's true. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the last line of this song as well. i, I really kind of. Uh, afraid of low places i love that line (laughs) (laughs) i'm afraid of there's a pause there like it's improv like i'm afraid of low places (laughs) (laughs) but he's quick like they got good width like (laughs) oh yeah yeah. oh yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) by the way there is no such thing as fear of low places
3: are you sure
0: there has I'm to be? Sure. I there, there is literally
3: a fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> that is a legit fear. There has to.
0: <laughs> I, I looked it up. The only thing that it comes close to it are two different things. Catapetophobia, which is fear of jumping from high and low places. Oh. Or cathosophobia, uh, which is a fear of sitting down. Those are the closest I could find.
4: So you're what trying is, to tell me that woe is
0: world. woe is not the right word for that. No, view? that's that's not. Well, it, it is now. Oh. I think that's the now official term. I'm so. The, I, <laughs> I,
3: what I, about what? A, I, I literally, I actually think I found the same thread you looked up, Tracy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about the fear of barophobia though? Barophobia? What's bar? Yeah, the, the fear of gravity
0: oh i mean that
3: could be that yeah well gravity keeps you stuck in the low place
0: that could uh yeah there we go we'll go with that we'll go with that
1: about (laughs) bernicophobia there's no
3: such thing there's no such thing as bernicophobia
0: there's a phobia that a lot of people in the world are dealing with right now though it's It's america phobia fear of American people and things. I'm not kidding you. It's a, it's a real thing. And so uh, I have a fun little game uh, because it, I knew it was going to be a short episode since this is a very short song. It's only a minute long song. It's very quick. We
3: talked about how's the Level for an hour, dude. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> By me doing things like this. <laughs> so and so said, oh, wait, wait, wait. Have we done Trouble with Tracy yet? Um, We have not done Trouble with Tracy yet.
3: It, is there a
0: trouble with Tracy? There is a trouble with Tracy.
2: Okay.
0: I'm not a fan of the ending of this song. This the operatic singing that he does at the very end. By the way, it has bothered what? me a long time because I could not find it. I I love the singing. I think it's beautiful singing. My problem is only I don't. It doesn't really fit the song it doesn't really it doesn't make sense it's just them which what they do in concert which is just like i'm gonna stop here and then take off into direction x for no reason which is cool but i'm like what uh, is there no reason though
1: well wasn't Mozart a country singer from the <laughs> 70s
3: he was actually. He was um actually I've seen pictures of Mozart where he's got the full boots and chaps. Oh cool. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. Uh he played a steel he, he played a steel guitar. Um he, I think I think, he, I think he toured with the Mavericks for a while and Blackheart
1: actually. Um
3: <laughs>
1: he, opened for Gar- he opened for Garth in such a part. Speaking That's of place, low places and like, fear of that, Mozart. his friend yeah, right. <laughs> fearful. of Right. They're scared. So there's that. Whoa! I got a
3: fear of low places.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, man. When Garth Brooks got educational, he was brilliant. Uh, that song about barophobia he did was uh, really, really good.
0: I, um, I have to say the only thing, like that is the first thing I thought of when he said that line, though. Every time he says that, I immediately think Garth Brooks. <laughs> I got the whole way. <laughs> I, and that would have been a much more natural direction. I would have thought for them to kind of go in at that moment. Well, Tracy, but most- I, have to, <laughs> I have to take a page
3: from this song though, um, which is uh, literally a song about respectfully disagreeing. Uh-oh. This song taught me something and I do have to disagree with you on this one because right. where I love the operatic part is, first of all, he does do it well. He sings it well oh, yeah. um, and it does clash because of, like we said, it uh, seems like it was very improv. That part came, when I think of an aria, I'm thinking of soaring high notes up in the air. He just said the line about not liking low places. And I, to me, I thought that was musical painting right there. That was musical imagery. I don't like low planes to places. Here I go, up the register. You know. <laughs> and and I, I thought that was a gag and a joke. And I, I thought it was really cool. <laughs> that, that's how I, I
0: like where you're going with that.
3: Yeah, I that's how I interpret it. I don't, I don't like low places, but then he literally goes on this high operatic opera where he's going as high as he possibly can vocally. And um, I don't know. I thought it was funny. That's
0: very creative, Jeff. <laughs> yes. <Right>. Very creative. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Four non blondes here. Well, I had to Four find about something wrong with this song. That's i honestly don't hate that part um i just it if like if i'm gonna pick it apart and find something wrong with it that's the little the little thing I'm right out. yeah um, and it is a very little thing because it's a lot of fun to sing along with as well so and stop at a certain note <laughs> do you have yeah.
3: the aria tracy in your car driving.
0: yeah the poor kids
3: they Put yeah, okay in their ear. yeah can can we hear a sample no. of that now okay all right. <laughs> the kids are sleeping they don't want to be woken
0: up. okay all right. all right so my question to you guys is how many of the things that were in this song did you like so let's go down the foods list first and you can tell me which ones fit you guys okay, okay. pork cheese Every type of vegetable, almost every type of vegetable. Raisins, nuts, seeds, olives, pickles, beef, fruit, bread, and salmon. I like Stephen,
3: oh. you want to field this one first? Or? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go
1: ahead, this go ahead one. Um I, I, I forgot what the question was, but I mean I, I pretty much eat everything um except for olives. I I'm not a big olives. olive fan. And um I I try to eat uh I try to eat more vegetarian than anything. So I eat pork, you know, every now and then like once a month or so. But uh I I eat salmon a lot more than um uh than like red meat or or anything like that. So I have to disagree with I don't like the salmon part. As I like the salmon. I definitely <laughs> like salmon. <laughs>
0: You come from the coast of Maine. If you don't like salmon, <laughs>
1: right, then go inland.
0: <laughs> what about you, Jeff?
3: Um, wow. Well, um, there are believe believe or not foods I don't like, but it's not in this list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I love pork. I I come from uh, I actually come from Jewish ancestry, um, but I'm not a uh, practicing um, uh, a Jew. So, um, I, I do, I do, I love my pork. I love my bacon. Um, pork, pork. cheese, uh, God, I could eat cheese all day. Um, until <laughs> it's yep. going out of style. Uh, yep. I'm a big fan of veggies. There's not really any veggies I don't like. Um, I like Brussels sprouts and all of them, uh, raisins, nuts, seeds, all of, I do like all of those. I like green and, and uh, um, the other day, I posted on, or a couple weeks ago, I posted on Facebook, I had an entire jar of calamata olives, um, <laughs> pickles, just made fried pickles the other day, fruit, beef, bread, love them. And Ooh, salmon. pickles. So a salmon, I actually, I did a salmon tour of New York City on my honeymoon. What? Uh, is there such we, a thing? There is such a thing. Uh, we, uh, we went to uh-huh. New York City for my honeymoon because we both love the city so much and everyone's like,
4: really? You're going to New York City?
3: Yeah. A broad, <laughs> did a Broadway show and... Um, went to the, uh, you know, the world trade, uh, site of the world trade center and everything. Um, uh, you know, just absolutely loved it. But I literally, I think every place we went to, whether it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner, I had some form of salmon.
1: You can't beat the uh, lox sandwich.
3: Did, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. So crunchy. I got to disagree with that on this one. Salmon is divine.
0: And I eat everything on this list except for, and I still eat it, but not usually. I, I just don't like the taste. Pickles.
1: Oh, I love nice. pickles.
0: Yeah. No, I love pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I love pickles. But yeah, it just, it's just, some I don't know. There's something about the sourness just doesn't work. For me. But salmon, I'm all about the salmon. What about I, cheese? I'm, I'll eat every type of salmon there is. Because I'm all about that salmon. <laughs> and I'll eat pretty much any <laughs> cheese. So, oh, by the way, before we go on, something we haven't mentioned. Reading. Ed's, Ed's cadence in this is really different. Like, he, he is speaking off beat many times, mm-hmm. but I don't like salmon. Like, it's very a very Sinatra type of thing to do where he's like, like I'm not going to hit the notes you or hit the beats that you think I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit these ones. <laughs>
3: I really enjoyed it on the pause on the spinny uh, spinny rides. Uh, there, there's, this, there's this weird pause, and I don't like those spinny rides, and I love that pause. It sounds so good. <laughs>
1: you can, You can hear a memory... Uh, yeah. I it, like it, you know, yeah, you know, can hear them like, "Oh, I
0: don't like those spinning rides." Uh, yeah,
3: there's some thrill-seeking thing I don't enjoy. There it is. That's what
0: it, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was.
3: <laughs> Man, I'll cross a road bridge bridge over a raging river, but I will not go <laughs> on a tilt you know, <laughs> no teacups for me.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. This next list isn't a list of things he likes. It's things he's done. We don't know. I, we're guessing he likes them. Jumping from a plane with a parachute, scuba diving to the ocean floor, fri- driving super fast in a racing car, bungee jumping, zip lining, crossing rope bridges over raging rivers, and and spinny rides. Spinny
3: rides. <laughs> which, so on which on the of those
0: things is, do you enjoy?
3: I do want to point out that on, on the lyric sheet that I currently have open, it says spiny rides, which sounds way <laughs> more fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or less fun. I don't know. But I don't I don't know what a spiny ride is. I don't I mean, want a spiny ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh. R- ride the porcupine. I don't
1: know. It'd be great <laughs> to see Brett Spinner and a uh, Spinny Ride. <laughs> As data. Uh, so much data. <laughs> <laughs> I might He's enjoy
3: off. a Brett Spiner ride. I don't know. That could be that could be more
0: fun than a spiny ride.
1: That would be more <laughs> <That's> fun. <right. laughs> Absolutely. It's like sea urchins.
0: Off, off that list, though, which are the things that you've done and or enjoyed? I have not jumped from a plane
1: because I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling. Um, <laughs> well, actually, kind of the falling and the landing the part of landing. that. Those two are kind of synonymous uh, to... <laughs> Whoa! You know? um, I have scuba dived to the ocean floor. Loved it. I haven't Driven fast in a racing car, but I drove have driven fast in my own car. Um, Super fast in your own
0: car. Well, it broke up this weekend. And this uh, is where I put in I can't drive 55.
1: Exactly. I've, I have not bungee jumped. Again, it's the whole falling thing and with potential landing. Um, <laughs> zip lining is fine. I'm attached to something, and I know if one end <laughs> goes, I'm going to be swinging. <laughs> so that's fine. I can hold on to something like, uh, like Chewie in Return of the Jedi. And uh, <laughs> I have crossed rope bridges over raging rivers, and that's pretty fun. And spiny rides. They're a little bit too prickly for me, so I like spinny rides. <laughs> uh, those are fun. I love tilter whirls. I like going on the zipper. Um, it's the Ferris wheel that kind of creeps me out a bit. It's just a little bit too slow. <laughs> it creeps me up. You just this
2: sit is there. Not a
0: ride. <laughs> I like, can walk faster than you're going. <laughs> yeah. It, well, please. Horses just keep going up and down.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
3: You really want to, avo- Jeff? You really want to avoid those rides that have too many pricks. <laughs> oh, but a That's like, yes. That would be found. That would be found in the White House. Cut. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
0: um. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a ride that is. <laughs> Ride the Trump administration. Uh, no, wait. <laughs> no, no, please, no. I, just, <laughs> no. I just told you,
1: Jeff, I'm afraid of falling
0: in the lake. <laughs> I want to get oh. off. Here. <laughs>
1: we'll leave that. stop, stop this
3: ride. <laughs> we'll leave that to Stormy Daniels. Um, oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, oh. Cut. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I've actually done every one of these things. Uh, what? Um, actually, yeah, about three months ago. And then I finished Uncharted. Um,
1: no, I'm kidding. <laughs> nice.
3: Big fan of the Uncharted games. Done all these things. No, I haven't done I haven't done most of these. I haven't I haven't jumped from a plane. Um, I've not scuba dived. I would love the scuba dive. So that's that's I'm I'm a little jelly right now of Stefan. you'd love that it. That sounds awesome. I, I would love to do that. That sounds awesome. I'm a big ocean fan and also. Um, driven super fast in a racing car. I don't drive very fast. Uh, maybe if I was a Passenger in a in a super fast racing
0: car. I don't know, but
1: uh, <laughs> I'll okay. be down there in an hour. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not far-fetched, actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, bungee jumped, a zip line. Not that I wouldn't want to do those things. I just never have. Cross rope bridges, I've done. Uh, maybe not over raging waters. Uh, maybe over a serene pond. Uh, but I do like those the spinny rides. I'm a the big ride. Ri- I'm a big ride fan. So I like. <laughs> crazy rides. Um, So, you know, anything that's been. So, yeah, that's all I've done on that list. Just pretty much the spinny rides and the rope bridge.
0: I've parachuted. Um, I have not scuba dived to the ocean floor. I've never driven fast in a racing car. (laughs) I haven't bungee jumped. Um, I have ziplined, though, and I've never crossed rope bridges over raging rivers. But I have ridden spinny rides and I don't like them. I, I personally like roller coasters. I don't I don't like the tilt a whirl. I don't like the spinny rides. Ah. So the last one, <laughs> which is about heights. And totally about heights.
1: I cannot fly my own airplane.
0: And nor an aeroplane.
1: Oh, an aeroplane. Sorry. An aeroplane. <laughs> I would like to learn how to fly a plane. I'm drawn to flying amongst the clouds. How because... many
0: mountains have you climbed?
1: Oh gosh. Tons. Tons. A lot in college uh-huh. and a lot now. And you know, um
0: top of the CN Tower.
1: I I don't even know where the CN Tower
0: is. (laughs) CN Tower is in Toronto.
1: I've been to the top of Empire State Building, and I went to the Crown in Statue of Liberty. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's kind of as far up as I've gotten. I haven't gone further up than that. Weirds me out a little bit, you know, because then again, (laughs) it's like...
0: Now, Now you're worried about going to the top Uh, of like a tower of a building and looking over the edge. Sort of like Ed here. Can you tell people what you do during the day for a living?
1: Oh my gosh. I'm a roofer. And I'm on a roof.
0: All day long.
1: You know, I can stand up on the thing. Um, It takes me just a few minutes, like 15 minutes to be like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit more comfortable on this one. Especially if it's a little bit squiffy. It's always the climbing up that gets me. It's the it, fall. It, yeah, it's the- yeah I, I don't ladder like ladders. Ladders and I, we don't see eye to eye. and um,
0: They don't have eyes. So I, I,
1: I, Well, exactly. I, I talk to them as I'm going up. I try to say nice things. Um, like, hey, how you doing? You're strong today, right? You're not going to let me go. Um, things like that. I, I definitely talk to inanimate objects a little bit more than I talk to inanimate objects. But being on a high-rise, there is a flexibility, there is a sway. Yeah, it helps it to be more wind-resistant, I guess. And uh, I can climb a tree. I can climb a tree like you've never seen somebody climb a tree. In fact, I get in trouble (laughs) climbing trees at my age now because people think I'm looking into upper windows. Um, (laughs) Yes. So, uh, (laughs) oh, here we go. I can look out the window of a really tall building. Uh, not into a window of a really tall building uh, because I'd get arrested. Um, Yeah, I can look (laughs) out the window of a really tall building. uh, And if I stand too close to the edge of a railing or up on a roof or something, I realize I don't like heights too much. That's not for me because I stand on a roof all the time. I stand close to railings all the time. I've always kind of liked playing around on railings and – I would climb up on roofs even when I was a kid.
0: What about you, Jeff? Which of these things have
3: you done? First of all, I got to say, Stefan, I I like that you try and talk a ladder into its structural integrity. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I can fly my very own airplane. Not well. Um, No, I can't fly my very own (laughs) airplane. I can try, but that's usually the point where air the air marshals take over but um (laughs) and say i'm not supposed to be there um and uh i've been to the summits of mountains no no uh no i've never been to the maybe the appalachians but i've been high up in the appalachian mountains of pennsylvania been to the top of the cn tower no i've not even been to canada what <laughs> i've never been to canada i've actually um never wow. been out of the country by the way 44 wow. years old i've never been out of the country so i can work on a ladder yeah i don't mind being up on a ladder i did uh, my dad was a carpenter we used to climb up on ladders and do things i can climb a tree i loved climbing trees as a kid i don't know um how much i can do i i i don't know if i can climb like Stefan, but you know
0: i,
1: <laughs>
3: I would i would try i like climbing trees can look out the window of a really tall building. I don't really have an issue with that. Again, New York City fan, so I like being up on skyscrapers. And if I stand too close to the edge of a railing or on a roof or something, like I said, I don't mind heights if I know that the railing's secure. I can look <laughs> down, I'm pretty high. I am not necessarily afraid of that, but yeah, I'm not going to stand on the railing or anything like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: I don't want to fall from it. So I don't know if I'm necessarily afraid of heights, but yeah, I mean.
0: Let's see. Um, I could crash my own airplane. Okay, I, but I definitely cannot fly my own airplane. That it would definitely be a crash.
3: The, the uh, FAA has even, an issue with that, but
0: yeah, and, and I may not make a, I, I might not even make it off the ground. Like mm. crash might be the wrong word versus like not actually attending the air. We
3: we found the black box, and all we could hear is Tracy's last words were, "Look, I had to try." <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's in it's in the song.
0: I had to give it a it's word. In the song. That's right. <laughs> I have been to the summit of mountains, a few. I have not been to the top of the CN Tower, but I've been to the top of the Eiffel Tower and the uh, Empire State Building and a few other ones. I hate, hate, hate working on a ladder. I will do it if I absolutely have to, and I will procrastinate as long as I can to prevent from doing that task. And me up on a roof is probably the funniest thing that you'll ever see because you have never seen a man cling to a roof as (laughs) I am like flipping Spider-Man on that roof. My hands and feet don't like my, my wife loves to have me go up there in the winter because we live in Maine and you know, you have to clean off your roof. It's the funniest thing you're ever going to (laughs) see. Can I climb a tree? Yes. Do I like to? No, that's my brother. I am afraid of heights. I've jumped with a parachute because that was far enough away that I was like, the parachute will catch me. But climbing a tree, being on top of a house, like I'm like, no, I have no time to react. I'm just done. Wow. Um, <laughs> so
3: i'm I'm curious about this. this is this is not you know, I'm just uh, just trying to to get into your psyche here. So jumping out a plane into open air with a parachute, you can do that. But do that. looking out of a window where you have a window between you and, you know, the void.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: it gets iffy. It gets... Okay, all right, with the all glass, right. I'm okay. <laughs> when the glass is gone, that's when okay, it gets I get a railing and I get glass. I'm okay. As soon as okay. that safety is gone, I'm done. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, get
1: <laughs> I would have to jump out of the plane before I realized I was jumping out of a plane.
3: Yeah, I don't think I'd have an issue with that. I think I'd be fine. As long as I'm you know, fine it's because
0: it's I'm like, you, like you know what? If I if I if it doesn't work, I'm not gonna feel it. it Mm-hmm.
3: Done. <laughs> I mean, not not to get deep. There's, there's, there, like I said, there's a part of you that knows that you take risk all the time. Like I love roller yeah. coasters, and I know there's highly unlikely anything's going to happen, but could it? You know. Yeah. Um. You know, I love the biggest, craziest, scariest roller coasters. You know. Um. So you, you're, I think we always kind of take a little bit of a risk. I'm, I'm not afraid of
0: death. I'm afraid of pain. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah.
1: He's afraid of the landing. So you would essentially yes. think that he's afraid of the lows. Not the highest.
0: I'm afraid of gravity. Gravity yep. and I have never gotten along. We're not <laughs> fans. Talking about gravity, 9.8 meters per second, let's put some numbers to our feelings about this song. What are we? I'm going to hand it over to you, Jeff. What are we ranking?
3: All right. I think this is going to be a ranking of one to five spiny rides. Or it could be a spiner ride, whichever one you prefer.
0: <laughs> Who's going first? I'll go first, I guess.
1: Nope. Oh. I would say that this song. Ranks a one point six spiny ride.
0: What? Ooh! Wow! That, that's all we get? Or? That, 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 <laughs> tell us more. You've been you've been very quiet about the sun. One point six. Wow.
1: Wait a minute. What's the scale? One one to five.
0: Zero to the, five. Oh. Zero to five. Wait a minute.
1: That's right. Halfway is two point five. Oh, I did my math wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say <sex>. that's, that's <laughs> wow, a brutal you hate score. The song,
1: wow! Sorry. All of a
3: sudden, Tracy and I, who who did some hater scores the last couple of weeks, were like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> we're in the clear. I don't care what I get now, yeah, right?" Two point five and two point six we did recently. That's looking pretty
2: good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can't I'll, judge, but we're feeling good. Talk about making me feel bad. I mean, I can bump it up to like. Well, you don't have to change it. I'm just giving you. A sh- <laughs> oh, you're gonna have we to. Respect, edit that we respect. We respect poopy opinion. mouth. Um, <laughs> no, I. I'll bump it up to 1.8. Let's make it 1.8.
0: <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about like why why you like like you dis you obviously dislike this song. Tell us about that. Um, it, it's mostly the operatic
1: part. It just it's nuts for me. I like simple stuff. You know, as a kid with autism or Asperger's or whatever it's called now, um, I like order and organization. And they didn't have anything that rhymed, which actually I don't have a problem with because they told a story. But then it's like the weird operatic stuff that Bare Naked Ladies always throws in.
3: All right. So, Jeff, who's next? I'll do it. So he made a good point, which is something I typically am not necess- necessarily a fan of in a song. I-, I love songs that rhyme. I love rhyme schemes, and BNL does them great. And I had not really even picked up on that, surprisingly. It doesn't change my whole opinion of the song. Like, whenever we talk about snack time, I always try and gauge it from the perspective of not the rest of the catalog of b and I gauge it from... As a parent, if my kids were listening to this song over and over and over and over and over, first of all, would I want to listen along? And the answer to that is yes. I would listen to this with my kids. I would sing. We would have a blast. There's a lot of stuff I like about this song. A lot of playfulness, the puns. uh, One of my favorite opening lines on Snack Time. And in general, I think it's a great opening line. It's got a list section. The banter and the playfulness between... Ed and Steve is here. I think we all agree that there's improv in this, which I think is even more brilliant. Kevin uh, compensating and, and fixing his parts. It's, it's a fun song and it's a fun, listenable song. And it's definitely a highlight on snack time, I think. That said, am I going to put it up there with the brilliant lyrics of other songs? You know, I'm always thinking of comparison. I'm not going to put it up there with uh, Brian Wilson or Colin answer or something like that. Or musically, you know, it's not up there. But I like the song. I would put it on a playlist. I would listen to it with my kids. I'm gonna give this one um, I'm actually gonna give this one a four Spiny Writes. Whoa. Yeah.
0: All right.
1: Wow. Yeah. I yep.
3: I enjoy this more than you know, like the previous song we listened to. You know, it's 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 one that I actually like and enjoy and there's there's a lot of playfulness. Like you said, typically I'm I'm a rhyme person. I want catchy fun rhymes but there's enough there's enough in this song that uh makes up for
1: it so that (laughs) score puts me as a 4.0 on the s list (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm a bad guy i'm
3: not gonna lie your score surprised me a little bit today (laughs) i was a little i was a little shocked by it
1: (laughs) well it's it's out of five i mean it's like (laughs) 2.5 is half if it's below (laughs) half then And it's it's still not bad. I
0: mean, we, we gave you are totally okay with giving that what you did. I just surprised by it. Yes. It was, it surprised me, but yeah, it's
3: how many Spiny rides do you give this song?
0: I really like this song. Um, it's really fun. It's fun to listen to with the kids. Um, it, to me, it sounds very much like a throwback to Gordon or to the yellow tape. So like, couldn't care less or, or million dollars, uh, reminds me a lot of those songs. Um, I will, I like that they decided to do improv on this album. It's them. Um, The country is well done. Even if I'm not a country fan, it's very well done. It's still fun. It's hard to sing with this song because of the timing, but I think in some ways that makes it more fun. So I give it 3.75 spinny rides. This is a kid's song. So of course, we're the adults. Our opinion's important, but we also should know how kids feel. So let me throw it over to my kids and see what they think. So Benjamin, tell me what your thoughts are on the song. I liked it. You liked I Don't Like? Yeah. <laughs> what did you like about I Don't Like? Well, I like that most of the stuff, of, except for the stuff about heights, is true. Oh, it's true for you, too? Yeah. Which one? What, what Ed was singing, the main singer, or what Stephen was saying? The, I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the first guy who was listing off all the stuff, or the second guy? The guy who said he doesn't like heights. Oh, okay. What about the salmon? I like salmon. You like salmon, yeah. Well, Were there any other things in the song that you liked? Do you like spinny rides? Yes. Yeah, you like spinny rides. That's, yeah, so you kind of agree with Steven there. You're like, yeah, I like those things. Wait a minute. What about the other stuff? You like the other stuff too, except for heights? Uh, no, nah, not really. You, know, you don't like raisins and grapes and... No! Fruits and olives? Nope. Nope. Yeah, you, you are, you're much more like Steven, aren't you? No, I just pick it. Mm. Yeah, so is Steven. At least that's what it sounds like. All right. You like this song, so how many do you give at zero to five? Five. Okay, Isabella, what was your first impression of this song?
3: That it was a creative and good song.
0: Okay. And what was one thing you liked about this song?
3: That it was listed. It listed off all these different things.
0: Okay. What's one thing that you would change about this song? Nothing. Okay. Okay. Did the song have a slow or a fast beat? Slow. Slow. And did you like the slow beat? Yes. Okay. And what was the song about, in your opinion?
3: What things he likes and doesn't like.
0: Okay. So, how much did you like this song? Zero to five? Five. A five? Okay. Thank you very much, Isabella. Really? That's cool. All right. Appearances! I'm going to do something that's a little bit different this week. We did get a letter, in. Uh, we got another postcard with chimpanzees this week. Um, and it was from Trevor Cox. He's been listening to us and loving it, he says. Um, and that, That's not me saying it. That he wrote that. And yesterday, he listened to the episode where we mentioned that Stephen Page, Stephen Duffy, and Tyler Stewart, as the name Chocolaty, did a cover of Burned by Neil Young. And in that episode, I said that we have not been able to find or get a hold of the song. He found it. He sent it to us. I am sharing the. Link. Nice. Um, I'm going to share that link this week. That's the the appearance this week is like this wonderful find. Thank you, Trevor Cox, for yes. finding that for us.
3: Thank you so much, Trevor, and thank you for listening and enjoying the show. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, we appreciate it.
0: So, guys, we are ending July, and jewelry stores always do a Christmas in July sale. But you know what they don't do, which is a real shame?
3: What don't they do?
0: They don't do a dreidel sale in August or June. I mean, they could call it Hanukkah and Juna. But
3: they could, yeah.
0: <laughs> or here in Maine, like Hanukkah and Augusta. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: How long did you work on that one? (laughs) Be honest. Not long. long, These bad puns, just the mad, they come to me. Mm -hmm. Well, if they ever do that, remember, I came up with the idea. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes. Uh, It's really hard to find dreidels here in Maine, though, unless you know where to look. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't have a dreidel. Big, medium, or little.
3: I actually do have a dreidel. You do? Yes, do. You have, have a, a dreidel. Yes, I do have a Is it a little dreidel? It is a little dreidel. It is, in fact, okay. made out of clay. It, oh, you have a little dreidel
0: <laughs> made out of clay. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it dry and ready?
3: Uh, yes. And I think with dreidel, I will play. <laughs>
0: Maybe next week you bring it with you And and with Dreidel we'll play (laughs) You can all You can all play with my Dreidel (laughs) And We are cutting it right there Um, Come back and join us Next week as we discuss I have a little Dreidel (laughs) Thank you all for Joining us I'm so glad I didn't (laughs) say
4: I had a little Dreidel (laughs)
0: Thanks that was fun Thanks
2: that was fun Don't forget, no regrets, except maybe one. So just
0: fair warning, the outtakes this week are a little on the risque side. So if you have children, you may want to hit stop.
1: So, Jeff, I was going to say... Ask. I'm like. I hope your last name isn't bomb, because that would make things really awkward on a plane. Yes, it would. So we don't want a bomb on a plane.
0: No, we don't want a bomb on no, a plane. No one. No, no, we don't.
3: Yes.
1: So I was thinking about that. We early. can't even take scissors on a
3: plane, let alone
1: bombs. And I totally.
3: Ironically, my last name is scissors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know what your last name is, though. So. That could be pretty funny if it was. I mean,
3: it's on it's on the screen, but whatevs.
1: Oh, I see. But then it's like the weird operatic stuff that bare naked ladies always throws in. I'm like, why do you have to have that? And my cat's talking now, but
0: um, <laughs> cat doesn't like it you know <laughs> either. <you're... laughs> so why is? Meow, meow. I agree. Meow. Okay, the cat. The cat literally is showing us its butt right now. That is how the cat feels about this song. I give this one cat butt. <laughs> <laughs> we have hit a new low, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I'm I'm happy to have brought this podcast to a whole new level.
0: Tell us, how you, tell us how you really feel. No, your, cat it. Your, your cat brought it to that low.
1: Oh, my God. Well, oh. it's clear you guys didn't learn anything from this song. Some guy doesn't <laughs> like salmon. One guy does like salmon. I don't like this song. There's no way your cat doesn't like salmon. You guys like the song. <laughs> right. I like cat butts. You guys don't like cat butts.
0: We obviously... Are in an impasse here. (laughs) Let's agree to disagree. I like box set, just not cat box. No, no. And just love each other.
3: Cats don't have a problem with gravity either. They always land like they're perfect. They're fine.
0: Except from a high rise, they go flat. (laughs) Have you ever taken a cat on a spiny ride? No, 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 no. (laughs) No. Hold on, let me grab my cat. Oh, she just gave me a look. Oh,
3: (laughs) but there's enough. There's enough in this song that uh, makes up for it. My cat wants to show his butt. I'm not allowing her. (laughs) Um, Wow. Because I just I don't like my cat uh, showing her butt, and I disagree with her opinion, and I can respect that. So.
1: <laughs> so that score puts me as a 4.0 on the S
0: list. You you understand I have that on video. Even though this is not a video podcast.
1: I sleep with that every night. <laughs> Do you <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> So you don't live with it every day. You sleep with it every night. <laughs> oh. <sighs>
3: Oh, um, oh, yeah! You got a, you got a, you got a great piece of tail there.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> I gotta stop handing you guys the shovel and You just keep digging.
3: <laughs> Notice, I didn't once take the opportunity to mention
0: anything about his.
4: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football